And that's why peanuts don't go in your pee hole. Hey, everybody. It is me, Yammy. Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got a wean dog right here next to me. I got Sadie Dog over on the chair. Uh, they are beat. It was a day, everybody. It was a day. We, uh, huh, I just noticed something on my charger. Uh, it was a day. I took them to work with me today because I knew it would be a long-ass day, and it was, everybody. It was a long motherfucker. Fourteen and a half hours or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but we did it. We did it. They were good. It was good. It was a good day. Uh, delivered a whole lot of Dippin' Dots. Uh, if you're a first-time listener of this podcast, thanks for listening. Uh, it'll probably be the last Elemental podcast that you listen to. But, hey, uh, you can say you stuck around for one, one episode. But I'm Stu McAllister, your host. I used to tell jokes for a living. I used to do social work for a living. Now I'm uh, crashing through life. Crashing through life. Uh, I used to say floating through life. And then uh, my friend Ken, uh, who's going through some shit, T&P to her. She's got a big shit. I think it's happening this week. Uh, her sister is moving in with her to help her. She has some medical issues. None of it sounds pleasant, but uh, Kim said it sounds like you're crashing through life. And you know, I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right. So I am, a, I am crashing through life. I am hitting every limb on my way down that tree. But I'm surviving. I'm surviving somehow. Uh, I feel like murdering people a whole lot, though. <laughs> Just straight murdering people. Uh, but I knew it would be a long day, so I'm like, dogs, you're coming with me. And they came with me, and we started to work at 5. 5. Got got done about 7.30 or so. Between 7 and 7.30. Long, long fucking day. It was a good day. We sold some dots. It's right before Memorial Day. A lot of people lose their fucking mind. Oh, it's, it's Memorial Day. We're going to have dots. And so that's why I, buy the dots now, motherfucker. We can't get to you all on like Friday or Thursday or whatever. Sometimes we got to come like a day or two early, a week early. Here you fucking go. This shit lasts two years. As long as you keep it in the freezer and the freezer running, it'll be good for two fucking years. There's nothing organic about dipping dots, everybody. 100% chemicals. I imagine there's like a drop of dairy in it somewhere, but you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys know. Uh, so I got back. I had to load up the van because the guy is taking the van tomorrow. He's going up to the UP, the Upper Peninsula, way the fuck up there. A lot of campgrounds and all sorts of shit. A lot of places in Mackinac City are opening up this weekend, I'm assuming. So he's going to be selling a lot. So we crammed a whole lot of freezers in there. We got to do shit. And the guy, 
he was making this big stink about uh, me needing to, to vacuum out the freezer. And I'm like, yeah, man, I will fucking, I will vacuum out the freezer. The, the issue is because the dogs, the dogs are there. The dogs will uh, shed clearly. You know, it's that time of year, the season, shedding. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I and I had the dogs with me on Saturday. I took, I had to do a job on Saturday. I took the dogs with me on Saturday. And I didn't vacuum because I knew no one would work on Sunday. And I knew I was taking the man on Monday. And I knew I was going to be fucking taking the dogs. I'm like, I'm not even going to fucking vacuum. But I don't know. He's like, can you, he's telling the boss in this text message. He's like, can you tell Stu to vacuum out the van? And I'm like, I'm in the fucking same Text group is is you just texted you fuck, just tell me I'm like yeah I'm gonna fucking do it you dumb fuck I just didn't do it Saturday because I know uh, I was doing it on Monday what the fuck you fuck and uh, as weird as it is I don't understand this you tell me this everybody whenever I get in that van after he's used it I find shit what do you think I find now a lot of you are probably like. Food and I'd be like, absolutely. I'm always finding nuts, these nuts, chip, fucking uh, crumbs. I'll find pepperonis. I'm like, God damn, do you get any of this shit in your mouth, motherfucker? <laughs> but that's not it. I find straws. All over the place. Not straw wrappers. I do find those. But straws. How am I finding just random straws? What are you doing with these straws? How are you not like leaving them in the cup? And then because I'm not finding the fucking cups. Why are you not just throwing the whole fucking thing away? You fucking weirdo. I think he's doing cocaine. Everybody. I think this old man is fucking tooting. On his way down the fucking road. He's tooting. And I think it would be good. Because the guy is slow as shit. Sometimes I think maybe cocaine would be the best thing for him. Cocaine! (laughs) Tomorrow I'm driving to the Detroit area in a fucking pickup truck. (laughs) Christ. It's a bad day when you got to use that pickup truck because it's it's an old fucking piece of shit. I hate it. But we got to do what we got to do, and that's what I got to do. So I'm going to go fucking do it. I might possibly, possibly meet up with Adam House from uh, the Sunday Slaw fame. Adam has purchased a whole bunch of fucking sports merchandise for me off my Macari store. He bought a uh, Barry Sanders jersey from the Pro Bowl game. A Green Bay Packer mini helmet because his wife is a Green Bay Packer fan. A bunch of Green Bay Packer bracelets. A bunch of fucking Barry Sanders cards. So yeah, so I'm going to try to meet up with him and give him his shit and then he can give me some money and then I'm going to use that money and I'm probably going to buy football cards with it. <laughs> I shouldn't. I have fucking medical bills to pay. Ugh. Speaking of uh, speaking of football cards, I got home today. And uh, I got some cards from this dude. And uh, he lives in 
Uh, Kansas City? Kansas? Yes, he lives in Kansas. He's a Kansas City fan, even though I believe Kansas City, the football team, right, is in is in Missouri, right? It's Kansas City, Missouri, is it, is what it is. But anyway, somehow this guy and I uh, became followers of each other on Twitter. I don't know if you guys are on Twitter a whole lot. I like Twitter better than Facebook, to be honest. Although... Um, I mean, Facebook's been fucking me a lot lately. It's very weird. But uh, so I, I, we became followers of each other, and he's into cards, and I've been getting back into cards. And he's like, hey, man, I got all these Bills cards. Would you want to trade for them? I'm like, fuck yeah. And I found he's a Kansas City Chiefs fan. I found some Kansas City Chiefs cards. And I, we, we traded. We're like, all right, this for that. And then I included a bunch of extra shit, and he included a bunch of extra shit. Which was very nice. It was very nice getting home and having this. And he sent me, uh, I don't want to say better cards than what I sent him. They, but the cards mean more to me than the cards that I sent him. And now he might be thinking the same thing of the cards that I sent him because he's a Chiefs fan. But it was just nice. It was nice. And I got a nice thing today too when um. When I was just getting back to the warehouse, someone tweeted at me. And again, for those who, if you're new to this shit, I like to do a lot of stuff on Twitter. A lot of, lot of fucking giveaways. A lot, you know, for Buffalo Bills fans, I've given away cards and hats and jerseys and shit. And last week I did this big thing on Twitter trying to raise money for a charity back in Buffalo rooted in love which gives people food and hygiene products uh, gratis, free of charge. And I raised money and I gave cards to a specific winner. And then I ended up, just because I, I'm like, hey, everybody should be a fucking winner. I sent cards to everybody, everybody who donated except for one person. For whatever reason, she, I was like, hey, send me your address and I'll send you some cards. And she was not about that life. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can't. I can't force you to give me your address, lady. I am uh, not coming to your house, though. I don't know who you are. I don't have that energy. Sometimes you need to be uh, trusting of people. Not everybody's a dick. Not everyone's an asshole. I'm trying to be less of a cunt. That's kind of the mantra. The mantra of this podcast is constant swearing, occasionally funny. And for me personally, it's trying to be. I'm trying to be less of a cunt. Sometimes I succeed, and sometimes I fail. But this guy, he tweeted out, he's like, huge shout out to Stu McAllister for orchestrating a giveaway to help the community. Be sure to check out his podcast or his shop on Macari Go Bills, hashtag Bills Mafia. And uh, Greg, I appreciate it. I don't know if you actually listen, Greg, but if you do listen, thank you very much. That was a super nice thing for him to do. It was... Um, you know, I, if you can do just little things for people, and me mailing people a bunch of, like, Josh Allen cards is just a little thing. You just do a, do a little thing. Each and every day, if you can do a little thing, and for me, sometimes that little thing is not murdering people. <laughs> I just want to go up to them and be like, you're welcome. I didn't murder you today. <laughs> you're welcome. So it was, it was nice of Greg to do. 
And if Greg, again, Greg, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you. Ugh. <laughs> oh. I don't have a ton to talk about today because it was all driving. It was all dots. I didn't really listen to a ton of stuff. It was just shit on you know, podcasting. Although I'm not going to lie, everybody. My favorite podcast of all time, the Dan Levitard Show, has been letting me down a whole lot lately. I've been, I have been didn't listen for the longest time. And now I, I, I got back today, was listening today, and I was like, ah, fuck, why? No, I wasn't down with the cause, which was a bummer. Because it was at one time it was my favorite, but it's been there's been strange changes. I don't know if any of you guys do listen or not, but there's been strange changes over the year. At least I've I've seen it, I've heard it, and I'm just like ugh, ugh. I saw a lot of wildlife. Deer were running alongside of the highway, and that always scares the shit out of me because deer are dumb as fuck. And I always think like, okay, you're running along the side of the highway and I'm just waiting for you to dash in front of me or the, the car on the other side of the highway. I'm like, God damn it, don't. I saw a turkey just standing there on the side of the highway, big old Tom turkey. I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of there, you fucker. Go back into the woods where you belong. You don't belong on the highway, you dummy. That's why I see dead turkeys. Get out of here, you fuck. Oh. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm a little tired. A little tired. Driving so much will make you tired. Tired. But what's going on in the world today? What's going on in the world today? What's going on in the world today? What's going on? I saw this article. You, you guys tell me. When you think about this article, I saw this article today on uh, CNN.com. That's one of the websites that I like to peruse for things to talk about. Before I get into that, uh, who's that asshole congressman from Ohio? What's his name? Jim Jeffries? Jim Jordan? I think it's Jim Jordan. Are you are you from Ohio? Is anyone? Do I have anyone listening from Ohio? Can you tell me anything about this guy? He just comes across as a fucking asshole. I'm telling you. And um, he just tweets dumb shit. <laughs> and I, so I tweeted at him to delete his account. And I said, hey, man, the purpose of Twitter is to either entertain or inform and I was like, you're doing neither. You're fucking doing a slanderous shit. It's not entertaining. And I would, I would go as far as to describe it as not being informative. I saw this today, everybody. I'll get back to CNN in a second. I saw this today when I was up near Alpena, Michigan. Alpena, Michigan is uh, nowhere. <laughs> I'm not even going to say it's the middle of nowhere. It's just nowhere, okay? And a good majority of Michigan is nowhere, okay? It's just shit. And I drove past this house, and they had, like, a homemade billboard in their yard, <laughs> right? Just this big sign that uh, had been spray painted. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And uh, I'm like, all right. 
what the hell is that? I'm going to turn around. I'm going to take a picture of it. And I did. I turned around to the van. I went back. I took a picture of it. It's on my Instagram if you want to see it. Because whenever you see a huge fucking billboard in someone's yard that's been spray painted poorly, <laughs> you're like, all right, I got to see what this shit is. And I'm going to tell you, my, my immediate thought was, okay, what racist shit is this? Or what dumb political shit is this? And so I go, I take a picture of the sign, and on the sign, it's a white billboard with black spray paint, and it says, you need to watch the movie 2,000 Mules. Now I'm like, all right, that's probably not a fucking Disney movie, 2,000 Mules. Although, to be perfectly honest, after I Googled it, I would rather have 2,000 Mules be a Disney movie than what the fuck it was. 2,000 Mules is a uh, political documentary, and I use the term documentary loosely <laughs> because um, it was it was done, it was written by, directed by, produced by, whatever, this guy Dinesh D'Souza. He was a fucking asshole. <laughs> 2,000 Mules is a 2022 American political film by Dinesh uh, D's Nuts that falsely says that Democrat-aligned individuals or mules were paid by unnamed nonprofit organizations to illegally collect and deposit ballots and drop boxes in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin during the 2020 presidential election. According to the Associated Press, the film relies on faulty assumptions, anonymous accounts, and improper analysis of cell phone location data provided by True the Vote, a conservative vote monitoring organization that uh, NPR found uh, made multiple misleading or false claims about its work. Yeah, yeah, of course. I didn't go beyond that, everybody, because I'm like, oh, this is just a dumb rabbit hole that dumb fucking hayseeds and hillbillies in nowhere Michigan are going to fucking eat with the spoon. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No one gives a shit about this because it's wrong. If anyone gave a shit about this, this dude would have made money. And you know what? He didn't. Apparently it came out on May 2nd of this year, and it's only made... Uh, three, not even three quarters of a million dollars. Because it's shit. And, you know, there's going to be conservative people. If you guys haven't figured out by now, I'd lean left. I don't give a shit. I'll fucking hammer Democrats when they're dumb fucks, too. But I just hate fucks who say that the election was rigged or stolen or whatever. There's an asshole who lives around the corner from my for me, where I live, who's got signs out saying Trump won. <laughs> Trump won. And I always want to go up to his door and go, Trump won what? What did he win? Anyway, the CNN article <laughs> is all about hugs. Not the little barrel drinks that I do love, but hugs. You go up to your spouse your significant other and you give them a hug you wrap your arms around them 
they wrap your arms around you a good old-fashioned huggerito. We all like hugs. Now, I know there are people out there who are, uh, they, they don't. They don't like being touched or whatever. I, You know, I feel bad for those people because as much as I hate to say it, as much as I hate human beings, <laughs> we all need uh, that level of connection with people. We all need, like, some physical touch. We all need that human, we all need a human touch, according to Rick Springfield. I've watched that video lately for whatever reason a bunch of times. Go watch it on YouTube if you don't know what I'm talking about. Rick Springfield. It's supposed to be this futuristic video that was made in 2016. <laughs> the future of 2016. Holy shit. But it talks about, this article talks about how positive hugs are. And I would say, yeah, yeah. Hugs are positive, right? They're positive. Everybody can use a hug, right? It was always nice when you got a hug from your mom or your dad. It's nice when you get a hug from your wife, your husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, right? Right? Whatever. It's nice. I uh I'm I don't want to say I'm a hugger, but I have absolutely no problem hugging people. Dudes, chicks. I got no problem with. It. I like hugging my friends that are dudes. I got zero problem with it. I went up, when I was up last week, I was up in Petoskey, Michigan, and I saw my buddy Graham, who was a, he helped co-host this for a while. I hadn't seen Graham in a while. We sat, we had lunch, we laughed. We're like, hey, man, what's the other? And I just gave him a hug, because I don't give a shit. I, uh, I like hugging chicks, too. The problem with that is chicks often get, um, they can get a little weird about it. And so I don't hug chicks unless I really know the chick. And it's also one of those things too of like, ah, I usually don't, I don't initiate it. I'll let the chick initiate it. So there you go. Sometimes the chick just gives you that side hug. You guys know what I'm talking about? And I used to tell a joke, it never fucking worked, but it was still one of my favorites. A side hug is a woman's way of letting you know that she never wants you to touch her boobs. <laughs> Get that good old side hug. Now don't touch my boobs, you fuck. Because <laughs> it's true. If you get a side hug, you're not touching her boobs. You can touch my shoulder. That's about it. Now get out of here. But researchers, uh, they did a little study, and I feel like the, the pool that they had was not very big. It was 76 people. That's not a huge fucking pool of people. But anyway, researchers analyzed how 76 people responded to stress after a hug from a romantic partner. Women who got to hug their significant other showed a decrease in the production of cortisol, stress hormone, compared with those who did not. Did not. That's good, right? Yeah, you know, you want to do things to reduce your stress. Get that hug, man. Hugs are free. Right? Get that free hug. You'd always see these dudes out on the fucking sidewalk. Usually it was at like races or something. Or maybe it would like be a political rally or whatever. It'd be like, hey, free hugs. Free hugs. Unfortunately, men didn't seem to get that same perk. We didn't get that reduction of cortisol. Huh. 
The study had a small sample size. Yeah, that's what I said. But it's expertly done. I don't know. And adds to the solid body of science, said Corey Floyd, professor of communication at the University of Arizona. Floyd was not involved in the study. Huh. A faction with someone you love releases a neurotransmitter called oxytoxin, often called the love hormone, which reduces cortisol levels. This response paired with social support buffers against stress, according to the study. A simple advice would be to hug your partner, relatives, or friends if you know that they are confronted with stressful situations. There you go. So go hug somebody. Get yourself some of that uh, oxycox, uh, oxycoxin, oxycotin, oxy. What's that? Uh, laundry detergent. <laughs> Oxy, Oxy Foxy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm too damn tired. I don't give a shit. But go give, go get a hug, everybody. Go give somebody a hug, and there you go. You'll feel better about it. Someone who feels that like wants to feel better about things, but is not giving hugs is uh, ex Vikings quarterback Tommy Kramer. You guys know that name? I know Tommy Kramer. He played in the 70s and 80s. He I think he showed up probably after Fran Tarkenton. And he was kind of the Vikings quarterback for a long time. And he was uh, he was decent. He was decent. Was he a Hall of Famer? No. Was he complete shit? No. He played 13 years, though. That's a long time to play in the fucking league. 13 years. He did something that's trying to make himself feel better. What did he do, Stu? What did this old timer do to make himself feel better? Well, in his uh, in his house, he installed a urinal. Now, how many of you have a fucking urinal in your house? I'd say none. None of you do. You got to be rich to have a urinal. Why did this guy install a trough? Do any of you older fucks remember troughs at fucking uh, sports arenas? You'd go and there's just this long fucking piss bucket that you and 50 of your closest friends whip out your dick and you piss in. Usually they got ice in it. God knows why they put ice in it, but you're just trying to melt the ice with your hot piss. <laughs> but anyway, Tommy Kramer put a urinal in his uh, house, and it's not just any urinal, everybody. It's a Green Bay Packers urinal. So he gets to piss in the Green Bay Packers urinal. I'm, I'm playing a video of it. He just flushed it, the show. It just looks like an, uh, it looks like a keg, like a mini keg had been cut in half. And it's painted yellow, and it's got the Green Bay G on it. And he basically was like, yeah, fuck the goddamn fucking Packers. I piss on that shit every day. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, good for you. Good for fucking you, Tommy Kramer. Way to make yourself relatively relevant once again. Now I got to look up this guy's fucking stats. Tommy Kramer. He's, I bet you he didn't have, he played 13 years. 
I'll bet you he didn't even have 20,000 yards passing. That's going to be my guess. Tommy Kramer. There we go. Stats. Uh, 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 all right. Hey, uh, I found out that uh, I was close. I found out that when you're collecting football cards, you need to have a player not associated with your favorite team that you want to collect. And so I was struggling. I was like, who should I pick? Like I was thinking Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow. Everybody likes Joe Burrow. I like Justin Herbert, the quarterback for the Chargers. Everybody likes Justin Herbert. I was just trying to think, who would be good? Who would be good? And then it dawned on me today, everybody. It dawned on me. Now, this guy currently is a Buffalo Bills player, but he was just signed in the offseason. He's been in the league eight years, but he's been on like four different teams, I think. And so I'm going to start collecting him. Case Keenum, the quarterback, the backup quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to start collecting Case Keenum cards. So if any of you are listening right now and you have a Case Keenum card that you want to send to me for free, I will gladly accept it. <laughs> or if you want to trade or sell, let me know. Because I figured he, he got drafted by the Texans. And then I know he played on Washington. And then I know he played on the Vikings. And then I know he played for Cleveland, so he's played at least for four teams. I think it would be all right. But anyway, Tommy Kramer, I was close. When I said 20,000, he had 24,000. So just 4,000 more. Uh, His biggest season was 3,900 yards. It's pretty good. 26 touchdowns. 26 touchdowns. 24 interceptions. That's that's not good, though. He was mediocre. Um, let me see. Does it say the wins? Uh, yeah, no, it's not. It doesn't give win statistics. While winning is not a quarterback statistic, I said this yesterday, I think, on the Buffalo Bills podcast. I did a Buffalo Bills podcast yesterday. I went over the entire Bills schedule for the entire 2022 season, and I told you who was going to win, and I actually gave fucking scores. I gave scores. That's how much confidence I have. But anyway, wins are not a quarterback stat per se, but you definitely are going to be judged upon whether your team won or lost, and uh, I don't know how well Tommy Kramer did. It was not there. But he's pissing on Packers. Adam House's wife, Stephanie, is going to be pissed. She's a Packer fan. She's a motherfucking Packer fan. And, you know, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's pretty easy being a Packer fan. All right, can we be honest? I mean, they've, you know, from like the last 20, 25 years, Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers has been their quarterback. How fucking hard is it to be a goddamn Packer fan? When you've had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back-to-back, I don't feel bad for them at fucking all. They've had some very solid quarterback play. They've been a very good team. They're not like the Detroit Lions. <laughs> will Will the Buffalo Bills beat the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day? You'll have to, have to listen to my podcast to find out. Or you just have to know a little bit about football to know that answer. <laughs> you know the answer. 
But go listen to my podcast from yesterday. Um, all right, I'm going to end on this. This is some weird news. I don't know. This isn't, this isn't even news. This is just weird shit that they're fucking telling us. Dolphins are supposed to be smart creatures, right? There's like, uh, I mean, what are the smartest creatures in the world? Probably like dudes, <laughs> then dolphins, then dogs, then chicks. <laughs> I just alienated the two women who listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, you guys, you got women are the smartest. I know. That's why I make jokes about it, because I know I'm dumb. <laughs> so I got to make jokes. But dolphins are supposed to be smart, right? They got their own language. They do shit. I don't know. Apparently, they'll have sex with humans. I don't, that seems weird to me, too. But dolphins, what they do to kind of figure out who they are, I guess a dolphin looks like every other dolphin, right? Ah, you know, you, you kind of like penguins or flamingos they all look at each other like oh fuck they got a specific way of figuring out who's who and what's what how do you think it is is it their their blowhole it is not their blowhole <laughs> is it their jagged teeth their jagged baby meth teeth no that's not it either uh they're able to figure out one another and who's who by the taste of the urine According to a study published in the Journal of Science Advances, who's doing this fucking study? Researchers had a singular uh, purpose. They wrote porpoise. Fucking douchebags. To see how the sea creatures reacted to urine samples from different individuals. How do you get a urine sample? They're pissing in water. Does the water turn blue around them when they're pissing like it does in pools? Turns out dolphins were m more likely to show interest in urine collected from animals they knew rather than randos. <laughs> okay. Dolphins explored urine samples for longer if they came from known animals or when they were presented together with the dolphin's unique and distinctive signature whistle. <laughs> An acoustic identifier that works like a name. Researchers employed the services of bottom-nosed dolphins who swim with tourists at the Dolphin Quest Resorts in Hawaii and Bermuda. Again, who is collecting urine from dolphins? Who has this job? The dolphins were very, very keen to participate. They were? They were? Uh, what's this guy's name? Jason Brock, a mean biologist at Stephen F. Austin State University in Texas said, usually dolphins get bored with my experiments. We were tapping into something that is part of the dolphins world. Piss. Dolphins like pissing on each other. Dolphins are down with fucking uh, golden showers. You know who else dolphins are able to identify? Trump. Because <laughs> he likes taking a fucking golden shower. Trump. That's just odd. The sea, the sea world animals are just fucking freaks. They're freaks in nature. Dolphins participate in orgies. 
and they fucking piss on each other. That's good stuff. All right, everybody, that's it. I am tired AF. I got to get up tomorrow to go to work again. I imagine you do too. I'm not crying. I'm just saying. Thank you guys for listening to this bullshit. I don't know why you do, but you do. Um, if you guys can do me a solid and consider subscribing to the uh, Patreon, that would be sweet. The Patreon, you're like, what's the Patreon? Well, the Patreon is a paywall. And uh, it's just this podcast. But it's just more of it. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays, and the Patreon is every other day of the week. So Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. It's a lot of Patreon. I, I podcast a lot. I told someone that I podcast every day, and they're like, how long do you podcast for? I'm like, yeah, normally 45 minutes to an hour. And they're like, really? I'm like, yup. I'm dedicated to the cause. I have literally sixes of people listening, and they demand that I pump out this content. So uh, it's just five bucks a month for the Patreon. Just go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Search out Elemental Podcast. You'll find it. Five bucks. That's it. I appreciate it. Uh, if you guys can like the Facebook page, like the uh, Twitter page, that'd be great. And also, hey, I am uh, I, I, for those who live in the West Michigan area, Grand Rapids, and anyone who maybe want to travel to uh, Grand Rapids, I'll be giving away two vouchers. For the West Michigan Whitecaps tomorrow on my Facebook fan page. What are the vouchers, Stu? Well, instead of tickets, instead of me going, hey, you got to go to this game on this day, I'm giving you vouchers that are good for any game. As long as the game's not sold out, you just go to the box office and you trade the vouchers for tickets. It's as simple as that. So if you want to win uh, vouchers to the West Michigan Whitecaps single-A baseball team, uh, it will be on my Facebook fan page. How about that? Speaking of Facebook, go check out these things on Facebook. Go check out the Sunday Slaw. I already mentioned Adam of 70 House. They do a little uh, Facebook live action of themselves eating coleslaw. Every Sunday, they uh, they try some new slaw, and they give it the yay or the nay. So they did one yesterday. Go check him out on Facebook, the Sunday Slaw. And then Adam is also a realtor, and uh, you can ask him questions about how to buy a home, how to sell a home, all that good shit. So just go to Sunday Slaw, and you'll see uh, you see everything you need to see. Check out Magic JBM on Facebook. That's uh, my main man, John Badass Midgley. He is a magician extraordinaire of the highest order. And so if you go to Magic JBM, you can see videos of magic. You can see drawings of magicians that he does. He does all sorts of cool shit. Cool shit. So that's on Facebook, Magic J-B-M. The B stands for badass. <laughs> then uh, over on Instagram and TikTok, TickerTalker, you can go check out Matt Harper Art. Matt's a good buddy of mine. Occasionally he pops on this podcast as a guest. Uh, he likes to doodle. He showed me one of his doodles last week. It's pretty cool, man. I don't know what's going on. I think he's fucking snorting math. I don't know what's going on in his brain, but he's drawing some weird-ass shit that's pretty cool. And you can buy it if you want, or you can commission him to, to draw some shit for you. So go check him out on TikTok and Instagram, Matt Harper Art. Art? Art? Art. Matt Harper Art. And that's Matt with two T's. The extra T stands for titties. And then last but not least, we got bare boards and tables. That's bare like a grizzly, not bare as in like naked. 
Oh, that would be acceptable to me as well. But bare boards and tables, that's my main man, Mark. He likes to make stuff with wood. He's got a bandsaw or something. And he makes, like, cutting boards and uh, knickknacks, paddy whacks. He gave a dog a bone. He gave that face plant dog a bone. Uh, Keychains, whatever. He makes cool shit, so go check him out on Facebook or Instagram, Bare Boards and Tables, and he's got a Macari store like I do. And if you purchase anything from him, mention the Elemental Podcast, get 10% discount. So uh, go check out, like I said, the Sunday Slaw on Facebook, Magic JBM on Facebook, Matt Harper Art on Instagram and TikTok, and Bare Boards and Tables on Facebook and Instagram. All right, that's it. I am John. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you kind of enjoyed it. I will, uh, I'll be back tomorrow for Patreon, or I'll see you guys on Thursday for a freebie. All right, you guys are great. Love you. I'll see you. Keep up.